Ohio. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. The Morning Hookup on ESPN Lincoln. Nebraska, happy Tuesday. Welcome in the morning hookup. Yep, Bill Hooks, Will Wilson, back. You're having a great start to a Tuesday. That's that one kind of jam that just gets you going right there. Head Bob. Oh, yeah, Will Wilson on the dance moves. A lot of reasons why we don't live stream this. Yeah, it's and it's too <laughs> bad, too, because I'm actually a really good dancer. Oh, you're at your... Yeah. Something I don't talk about very much, but I'm a great dancer. Like you did, went from good to like great. Yeah, you said great dancer. Yeah, I mean I, I'm not cocky about too many things, but that yeah. that's the one. Is that like a uh, Wilson trait? Yeah, family trait definitely is. Yep, top to bottom, mm-hmm. mom, dad, twin set, everything. Yep. Wow, it's a family thing. So I did not know that. I learned something new after uh, so many years. Well, I know you're a pretty good dancer, too. Ah, back in my day. Especially at your uh, 40th birthday party. (laughs) Those are out-of-body experiences. Yeah. Okay, those are out-of-body experiences that uh, videos have never surfaced and won't. Hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully. I'm sure that they're out there and somebody's holding on to it just to get me at some point. I know, I gotta see it at some point. I've heard about it. I don't have to think I've ever seen that particular video, and I would not remember that particular moment because of the state of mind I was in that mm-hmm. moment. Yep. That was a wild time. Yep. 40 seems so long ago, by the way. Well, time flies. Time does fly. Time does fly, man. A lot of fun today coming up. We're going to talk Huskers. How about a little Would You Rather today? We'll do that. Husker Hoops tonight, 6 o'clock. We'll look at that. And if there's any hope for Husker Hoops, it'll be on TV. I'll be watching. I will tune in. What's trending at 10? Brian Munson, Husker, uh, Husker Online, will join us around 10, 20. And then the next daily parlay. The next daily parlay. Also, it's the last day. It is the last day for New Year, New Cash. 31st. That's the deadline, right? That's it. It ends today. It ends today. You're like, oh, crap, today's the last day. I waited to the last moment. Good. You still got one more chance. Today. Yep. Get it done. ESPNLincoln.com. Chance to win 2K. Let's go. Final day. Let's go. Done all month. Wow. Yeah, done. That month kind of went. How about that? Gone. Come out of the holiday break, gone. I want to say it went quick, but also thinking back on it, maybe it didn't go as quick as I think. Why? It felt like it felt quick. That's a good thing. Driving my daughter this morning, uh, who had detention this morning, by the way. What? I had to leave the house early. I've been here uh, since about 745, Will Wilson. Would you uh, care to explain why she has detention? Oh, she uh, hurt a friend. I don't get it. They were walking the halls, and I guess one of her friends left uh, her glasses in the car, so they tried to sneak out and get them. 
and, and they got, got caught. Detention. Can't they just say, hey, we're going out to get my friend's glasses? I don't know. So she got it. Done. I had to take her there. She had to be there by in the detention room by 7.15 this morning. Mm, yeah, we've all been there. So how do you do it? You reward her. You get her some coffee in the morning on the way. <laughs> Have a little chat yeah. over coffee. <laughs> like like a dad chat? Like Oh, no, just catching up. Catching up. You didn't lecture her? Or no, anything? no, no. Good, because she kids didn't do anything be kids. wrong. Kids are going to be kids. Now, if she was out, like, got busted for, like, going in the car to doing, you know, yeah, then we talk. Right. But kids are going to be kids. They, you know. But we got coffee on the way. Oh, man. High school was a different thing, wasn't it? Yeah. God. Yeah. We all did something. I remember I got uh, detention because I was, I didn't really skip class, but I just didn't, like, show up on time. Mm-hmm. And it was dumb because I was TAing for this class. I was a TA. Oh, you were a TA and you got the yeah. TA got busted. Who gives their TA detention? The top teacher. The top dog. The real teacher. And it was weight training too. <laughs> like what the That made it all worth it. You said it was weight training. My teacher, she was just in a bad mood that day. Anyways, enough about me. Yeah, I could probably tell you, I don't know if I ever I don't think I did detention. Of school. course you didn't, because you're Bill Hook. No, I was just a good, I was a different kid until I got into, like, I was just a different kid. I mean, I'm not saying I did anything, didn't do anything wrong. The, the, like, you did some things you weren't supposed to. Is that what you're saying? As in, like, what? You know, like. Sometimes I was I in know, places maybe. I shouldn't have been in, but I never did anything. I never partook in anything oh. that I wasn't legally able to do so. Okay. Fair enough. That is fair. Until the day I graduated was the first time I ever partook. So you didn't do anything in a wrong. Soda. You didn't no, do anything gosh, wrong. No. Yeah. I was kind of a nervous Nelly. Like I was like a, you know, I was an athlete and my mom's single mom, you know, we had to like make sure we kept grades up and all that. We were yeah. very accountable to those things. And I was married to my, I was married to the books and I was married to the baseball team. Nonstop. And then when it was a baseball season, I was married to working out and keeping and maintaining to try to play baseball. Then I got to college. Woo! That's when that's when the, the whole new tables world. turned. Yeah. Met the baseball. I met as a freshman. Walked in. Met them all. And it was like, ooh. They were like, hey, this is dip. Take it. Done. I uh, was not. I, I mean, I've told this before. I was not ever a tattoo guy. Or, like, earring guy? Okay? Don't tell me. Oh, dude. You didn't have an earring, did you? Three. Do you have pictures? Three. I, uh, maybe. I'd have to find I would tell you this. I, again, I opened up a new world. I was a really good high school student. I mean, my story is, I mean, it's transparent as ever. But I came home fall break first year. Um, Two tattoos, three earrings. Oh, my God. What did your mom think? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. He wasn't happy. Nope. And then he just kept going from there. And also, kids kids are going to live life, right? They're going to figure things out. And I think my story is the same as anybody else's. I figured it out. I was close to a 4-0 in high school all the way through. My first two semesters in college did not equal 3-0. I went 1-4-1-5, academic probation, and had to work my way out. See, that's worse than me. I didn't. I, um, well, yeah. I thought I was there to play baseball. I'm there to play baseball. I'm not here to study more. And it's a way dip, more difficult 
managing time, right? Account being self accountable. That's how my career got started off in college. I sold books back with the wrapper still around it, bro. Yeah, I mean, you're not alone on that. I figured out I go to certain bars, hang out with the baseball team. Yeah, and the ID didn't matter. Now it's impressive that you stuck around. Well, and, here's and, the deal. I didn't have so I went Division three. So there's no like no sports scholarship, no money, but there's yeah. academic money. So right. I was getting a lot of academic money and grants and stuff because you had that four zero in high school. Here's how it worked out. I'm not gonna lie to you. My mom was helping me at the time, my first year. She walked in. I came home, and that summer, because it was the last summer I ever went, I lived at home. Once I went back for my sophomore year, I never lived at home again. Right. He walked in and said, hope you had a good time. Pretty much in paraphrase. Hope you had a good time your first year. If you decide to go back to school, I am no longer supporting you. You will pay whatever's left every single year. You will take out your own loans. So I went back because I wanted to graduate college and see if I could do it, you know? Yeah. And I eventually I had a stack of student loans at the end of oh, the yeah. next five, four years to try to make it back. It's the worst. So then I was stuck with it. And that made me accountable. If yeah. I wanted to go to school and pursue the you know baseball and pursue that college degree, which was very important to me because no, not many in my family had done that. So I went back, signed the loans with my name on them, and boom, finished. Like I said, it's impressive that you didn't that you just didn't leave after that freshman year because we all know that's people, not easy. We, we well, we all know people we met freshman year in college that's that you easy. never see again. Because they you just know? can't do it. You know. So that's it. That's how it was. Chris is giving you some. Um, oh yeah. Ideas for what's trending. Oh yeah. I think you should comply. Oh yeah. So there you go. We'll do that. All right, let's talk, man. A little Huskers here. Speaking of that, like, this whole account a bit. Sorry, go ahead. Well, what's Justin talking about? Let me see. What did he say? I missed that one so far. I was he, focused. Well, he tweets the show, and he said, did I just hear that you guys are Chippendales? Not me. No, you said you're a great dancer. Oh, I, I thought you were yeah. talking about Hooks' earrings. No. Uh, no. I mean. Well, I had a, uh, yeah. The, the earring thing was fun. I had one here, one here. Had the old uh, top up here. That's yeah. You took college, college hit you hard. Not to the fact that I also pierced my tongue at one point, but that's beside the point. Dude, you went through a weird phase. You kind of went through that Garth Brooks phase when he was. Uh, I love the tattoos, and we go deeper in this. We go deeper in this thing on how the money. We used to go give plasma to get cash to get cash for the tattoos. Yeah. Until like I was, you, you can still see like the holes in, in my both my arms. Yeah, college plasma, plasma money turned into tattoo money. Tattoo money. And I would say I'm just good. I have like eight, maybe I think I have eight right now. It's a an adrenaline rush. I would go for more. My friends get plasma for beer and weed money. There you go. See, you always have a purpose while you're doing things. Mm-hmm. Giving back and getting back. Right. Get smart thinking for it. Smart thinking. You know, it's free cash. Hey, ways to get it. Mm-hmm. There's jobs for everyone. Right. Uh, speaking of John, hey, our couple of our coaches got to talk yesterday. We're back to getting the old press conference action. Don't know the rhyme or rhythm of it yet, the times, but I'm pretty sure Coach Rule's going to talk this week. It's his birthday today. Was it yesterday or today? Was it yesterday? I thought it meant yesterday. Happy okay. birthday today, Coach Rule, or happy belated birthday? Happy later, yeah, whatever. 
this is an interesting time for them because now everything's closed down. They're practicing. He can finally get back, and all these coaches can be focused on this team. Right. Like, he can actually live and dwell in Lincoln, Nebraska right now. Because yeah. nothing opens back up till April or something like that. Somewhere in that time frame. Yeah. Right? So now they're like, all right, man, let's slow down. Let's focus on the football team. Winter conditioning. Start installing whatever we try to figure out. Whatever. Uh, there's a couple really good quotes, and I think there's one. Uh, Coach Terrence Knighton. What's his nickname? Oh, you remember? Yeah. What was this? Was it like uh, blank? Paros. 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 Love that. Um, this is a couple. Of, I just love the things that they're saying and how they compete. Right, and I go. It could be like, well, there's a lot of coach speak, but there's a few. Uh, the one that really sticks out is nobody wants to be the weak link. That's interesting on how these coaches compete and consult. I think that's a lot of yeah. that's a life lesson too. Don't ever be the weak link, man. Always add value or some kind of value. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's so like it basically, there's like this comp this this like invisible competition between yes. all the coaches. Well, he said, and this is his quote. He said, "It's a competitive staff." When I say that, I mean we're all trying to outwork each other, which helps. Nobody wants to be the weak link. Nobody wants to be outworked by another coach or position group. Coach rule kind of sets a tone because you know how much he works. And you know how much he believes in what he believes in and how much time he puts into it and how much time he puts into his players. He also says he's not going to be the last guy in and he's not the first guy out. Setting the tone. But I love that phrase, like, don't be the weak link. Nobody wants to be the weak link, man. What? What time you leaving? Nobody wants to get caught slacking. You leaving? Oh man, you leaving first? <laughs> I'm last. I'll shut the lights off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got to love that. I mean, that that work ethic. And I don't know what the work ethic was with past I don't assistants, know, but, but what you're hearing now, you got to love it. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Just that just stuck out to me. Minus all the other stuff that they talk about. Obviously, they're talking about defenses and offenses and things like that. But it's like, oh, my goodness. Well, and you, had, uh, you had Ed Foley up there who seemed like he was going to be talking at the mic for all day long. Foley likes that mic, doesn't he? Or, or the media just likes Foley. They like him. I mean, well, they, this is a guy that, like, if you watch him from a social media perspective, the places he's been. Yeah. I mean, what, He seems like the guy that just sat and said, all right, Where's my car? Where's my keys? Where's my map? I I got a map and a credit card. Like, he doesn't need GPS. It feels like he's the guy rolling the map out. (laughs) Or he needs a little GPS. I'll see you in in a month. (laughs) You can get lost in these uh, Nebraska County roads. You you never had to use a real map, did you? Or an atlas? Uh, When I was young, very young, I remember using a map. You never have it, like, rolled out, out in front where people, you, like, had it open. And then, like you were like, oh my bad, you're driving. When I was little and I traveled with with my grandma and grandpa, they, they had the map out, the atlas. It was very, very quick. Shortly after that, then we started getting like MapQuest. I, I remember MapQuest, yeah. like you, the legend and the scale. You're like, I think it's about it's about ten miles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> ten miles. We're gonna take a right. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> and you would highlight them almost too. No, but it's cool. Ed Foley, I, I think he said he's been to, like, what, 60 high schools so Dude, far? it's been and he, insane. And he said he wants to visit every single one in the state. I don't know how many high schools there are in Nebraska. I'll find that out right now. Yeah, do that, because that, um, that guy 
Like he just looks like the dude that's got like just. He might even like somehow figure out to plug it like a Mister Coffee into his car. Oh God! You know, like a Mister Coffee. Yeah. <laughs> he just drinking it straight black the whole time. So again, I don't know how many high schools he's been to. I think I read somewhere it was like he's been to sixty already or something like that. Uh, if he wants to go to every single one, uh, man, he's got some time on his hands because there's about 368 high schools in Nebraska. How many? 368. He didn't do that. I didn't know it was nearly that much. That's a lot. But you love what you're hearing, like this work ethic, uh, this competitiveness, this accountability. What do you think that does? And it seems like, and uh, again, what it also the tone is set is that it's not a toxic competitive account. You know what I'm saying? It's not like I'm going to make you look bad. Let's work together, but we're, we're going to work, but you're not going to outwork me. So they're all, it's like you're one deep, two deep, three deep, all that, right? You're like, all right, man, next, next person up. Look, oh, you just got somebody? Wait a minute, I got this other kid. Yeah. You know? Creating competition. Yes. What, uh, that breeds a healthy environment. What do you think that, you know, fully going to all these high schools, what do you think that does? Look, man, I think one thing, I do believe this, and I think Nebraska is very unique in this sense. I think when you go out and you do these things, regardless, I mean, you're trying to breed talent, number one, right? But you got these kids regardless. Like, if you go in and you see, you know, and they're putting all these ends up in these schools they're going to, you have to believe the kids start dreaming. Seeing that end in the school, like, man, I, I want to be a Husker football player. I oh, want to yeah. del- I want to work hard. I want to maybe have that dream where I play in the state of Nebraska. And it could be at the university, right? Could be at Kearney. Could be at pick the place. But you start that dreaming early. You start the dream early. And like, hey, you know what? So-and-so came in to visit. Well, especially with those small schools who probably haven't seen somebody with an N walk in and who knows how long. Decades. I don't yeah. even know. But you get that dream started early, and you get that work ethic started early. And you continuously visit. You continuously keep up. Also, you develop that coaching talent as well. Coaches, hey, we got a coach clinic, coach rule, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to go to those clinics. I'm going to send my kids to this clinic. I'm going to send. It breeds talent. Right? Mm-hmm. And you find those, those kids, those diamonds in the rough, out way out west or north wherever, but it's not now. It's like, hey, they care. They've been here. They stay in contact. You know, you can open up a, a direct connection to the university in your high school. Maybe if you have just a off the wall question for Coach Rule, I don't know, or for one of the assistants. I think it just breeds that environment that Nebraska cares about you, in state talent kids, not just going to Texas, Florida, blah blah blah. And it's like what baseball essentially has done. You start putting a fence around your state. Needs to you happen. make it. You make at that point the caring, the accountability, the presence. You make it so hard for a kid to say, "I'm not going to Nebraska." You make it so hard for them. Like, nope. It is the obvious answer. I've gotten a scholarship from Nebraska. Offer. I am going to Nebraska. You make you leave no doubt doing the stuff that they're doing. Like I said before, it is, it sucks that it took a guy from not even that barely ever maybe visited this state to figure that out. And that's just about as blunt as I can put it. The fact that it took that guy to figure it out, and he figured out pretty quick, that staff, that you are going to 
own and love this state. And they're going to know that you own it and you love it. And you'll be like, hey, everybody else, don't come into my state. Forever, it's been a swinging gate of people leaving this state. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're right. And maybe that starts with this. And I just think it's funny how it's, I think, the oldest guy on staff that's making all these trips out west. No, and- dude. I think, it's, I think it's, uh, it's the exact person when you look at it. That's the grinder. And again, you got to remember, a lot of these guys on this staff, when you look at it, if they came from Temple, right? You don't have the recruiting luxury budget of a Nebraska. No. no way. So you're probably, this is how these guys all grew up, probably grinded it like all the windshield time. How am I going to get there? You go get in that little Prius or whatever. Prius. Well, little, that little Toyota Nissan Central who's, thing. Who's driving a Prius? You know what I'm saying, but you're going to get behind that little Nissan Sentra. You're going to put the miles on. You're going to drive it till the wheels fall off. <laughs> they're grinders. They're not, I don't think they're afraid to get in the car and drive across the state. Now, some of them aren't driving across the state. We know that. Some of them are. Some of them aren't. But I think they're just, they're just showing that love, that presence. And I think presence is the number one thing. Yeah. And you can relate. that you care. Yeah. You can relate that to anything that you do. You can talk a good game or get on the phone and talk a good game or get on a podium. But until you show up and you see it physically shown up, you know, then it doesn't matter. I mean, we can all run a business from the phone or the computer these days if we wanted to, but until you show up, I mean, you and I could physically not be here every day, right? Yes. You could, I mean, you and I could Google Meet all day long mm-hmm. and run the show. Well, that's no fun. No fun, but you're not physically in the building showing that you're here to, to grind and do work. Not the same. Not the same, and that's, what this, team's, that's what this staff's doing. And I think you're going to hear more and more of that, and I think you're going to start – over time, that's what builds the culture, the presence culture, the I love you culture, the I care about you culture. And in turn, that will help this staff coach those kids and men, those men, harder. Because mm-hmm. they accept it. They know you're doing it because you love them. And if, if that just becomes more and more accountable. Dude, why are they doing that? They care and they love. Yeah, They want me to succeed, not just here, but wherever else I'm at in life. Yeah, I don't know how far west Foley plans on going, uh, but he gets pretty pretty up out there. Uh, we got to tell him to stop by Oli's. He hasn't been there yet. I don't know. Justin tweets. I think Carl's. I think Carl's work ethic. I, I think Carl's work ethic. <laughs> if I remember, it was extremely high based. <laughs> Ed Foley is probably cruising the state of Nebraska in a '76 Caprice Classic. Oh yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah. It's a grinder, man. I love every bit of this. That's kind of the gist of what I took from yesterday. I could sit here and read quotes all day well, long about yeah. what special teams means and that. We all, you know. Yeah, he mentioned something about how starters will play yeah. special teams. He mentioned something about it. it's just a different mindset. We've said that before. They've Other people have said that. Now it's translating that. The return game, that's a for him, as a special teams guy, you got to figure out a return game. Mm-hmm. Whoever's going to be that, I mean, that, that dog back there that has no fear to return no matter what just i mean even if it's 10 12 15 yards whatever you're moving the, you're moving it forward versus sitting back there we're just waving our hands yep yeah waving our hands hey let's hope we get done hey, with that i hope i can catch let's go just catch it and be safe five years of just free catching
Yeah. Boring. Boring. Useless. So, there's a lot of those quotes out there you guys can go take a peek at, but that's just uh, things. That was my opinion on some things I drew away from it and how they've gone into this state and really put their arms around it collectively. Right? Mm-hmm. I'd be like, well, that's the fluffing color. I don't know, man. That's something that, that's pretty special and pretty unique about Nebraska. And then, again, you still not just saying you recruit all of Nebraska. Somebody might be like, oh, Nebraska. You go out and you still get your, you got your Florida, your Georgia, Texas, you know, Northeast stuff. But you still need to make sure you protect your home turf at all costs. All right. It's about that. We're going to would you rather. I can't wait to do this. Because then I have to take, I have to figure out what I'm going to ask you. Okay. But these will be fun, though. So, all right, let's take a quick break. We come back. Another edition of Would You Rather. 